Hi, welcome to The Sleep Nanny Show, and this week we are joined by Pollyanna Hale. She's the creator of the Fit Mum formula, and author of Eat, Drink and Be Slim, and her brand new book as well, The Complete Diet and Lifestyle Plan Created Exclusively for Mums. So Polly, welcome to the show, thank you for thank joining you. us. Um, so we want to ask you some questions today to really um, get some ideas and some help around how us busy mums can stay fit, stay healthy, and stay vibrant. So we're hoping you can help us with that. I'll do my best, let's go. Excellent. So I'm going to dive in with some questions. The first one is, um, if a busy mum is struggling to find the time or the energy to exercise, what can we do to make it work? Well, we've got two factors there. We've got the time and the exercise and the energy thing. Now, let's cover the energy first. Now, contrary to what you might think, exercise actually gives you energy. It feels like it's making you tired while you're doing it at first, and it's certainly tiring even just thinking about doing it. But the reason that you don't have enough energy, if you look down at your body and you're wanting to lose weight, you've got lots of energy stored on your body already there in the form of fat stores. So what we want to be able to do is using the right kind of exercise and food techniques, which is not just any old diet, there are certain techniques that do this better than others, is you want to activate those fat stores and turn those into energy, meaning you've got more energy and you're burning fat at the same time. So it's a win-win in both situations. Cool. Um, and then with the time thing, well, I've got a question for you, Mum. When was the last time you got to the bottom of your to-do list? Well, I can remember exactly when the last time I was. It was, I can remember it distinctly. I was in my old rented house, and I was very heavily pregnant. It was about a week before my first daughter was born, okay? It just doesn't happen. There is always something else to do. So if you're waiting to be able to have the time and to get everything done, for all your jobs to be done, to exercise, it's never going to happen. What you're going to have to do is say, you know what, the washing up will be there waiting for me. The toys can stay on the floor for a little bit now and you're going to have to prioritise that workout. You have to create that time put it in your diary like you would a business meeting or a dentist appointment and that's the only way it's going to happen because if you're going if you're trying to wait until you've got the time you won't ever have the time because <laughs> that's not mum life definitely i think um scheduling it in is key yeah. isn't it it's got to yeah. be if it's not in the schedule it's not going to happen exactly make it a priority you wouldn't skip a dentist appointment or a doctor's appointment or a business meeting you go because it's in the diary it's important you've prioritized it in your mind and your life so you do it without thinking you don't even question that but people rarely do that with their workouts and it, it does take a bit of discipline like that to be able to before it becomes a habit and becomes natural you are going to have to schedule it in and prioritize it Mm-hmm. And do it even when you don't want to. <laughs> That's another thing. That comes down to motivation. People often think, well, when I feel motivated, when I feel like I'm in the mood, when I've got the energy, when I've got the time, again, that might not necessarily happen. There's these fantastic things called endorphins you get when you exercise, and they make you feel great. They're antidepressants. They give you energy. They're natural pain relievers. They're, uh, relievers. they're great things, but they don't happen straight straight away sometimes you just have to do it trust the process and know that you will feel better afterwards but sometimes you just have to just make yourself do it to, to get started 
And I think once you get started and you get in that rhythm, you then want to, don't you? you then feel like, well, I've worked this hard, I'm going to keep going. And you have that, that starts to pick up, I think, with momentum, would you say? It's totally addictive. And if you're not into exercising, working out at the moment, this will seem completely alien, this concept. Mm -hmm. But you hear about people saying they've got the fitness bug. And that's what it's about. When you start to feel good and feel energized and feel healthy, that feeling is addictive and you're naturally drawn to doing those things that make you feel that way whether that's eating healthy food exercising whatever it is who doesn't want to feel good you know if, if something really really is making you feel great you want to do it it's not a chore anymore mm -hmm. definitely definitely I can agree more no that's really good advice thank you um so when it comes to the food side of things, if we're tired, we make unwise food choices. And I think that comes from, you know, the snatch and grab, whatever you can. Um, and that ultimately leads to even more fatigue. So how can we eat healthily when it's often in a hurry or on the go and we haven't got much time to prepare healthy meals? This is one of the major things that differentiates mums from other people. And it's something that a lot of trainers seem to miss, even ones who are parents themselves, which actually surprises me quite a lot. We hear all the time, sleep is really good for you, it's good for your health, um, it helps you burn fat, it speeds up your metabolism, it helps you control hunger. That's all very well, but tell the baby that, tell the toddler that, you know, we're not underslept because we choose to sometimes we do and if it is in our control and we can go to bed early and we can not stay up late unnecessarily and we can rest rather than going out partying you know we will do but a lot of the time with mums it's out of our hands there's only so much we can do to keep the little ones in bed asleep and yes it does make you hungrier and it does make you crave sugary fatty high calorie foods it it raises the hormone ghrelin in your body um ghrelin makes you hungry and it lowers leptin which keeps you full so you'll be more hungry and also your body's natural instinct to keep your energy levels up is to eat high energy dense foods like sugary fatty junk food snacks so we can't get round that if we can't sleep anymore, if we're doing our best from that point of view. So what can we do? Well, we can make it as easy as possible. A big mistake people make is they go out and get some fancy new celebrity all singing and dancing cookbook and they think that to be healthy and to lose weight, they have to make these recipes. But quite honestly, who has time to make really complex stews and bakes and things every single day. We just don't and it's not going to be sustainable, it's going to be a chore, you're not going to be enjoy it even if the food is nice and healthy, you know. Just keep it simple, there is nothing wrong with an omelette and salad, um, baked potatoes, um, those ready to cook deli chickens, tinned tuna, frozen prawns, bags of ready to cut, ready cut, ready to use stir fried vegetables, all of these things I recommend people get because they are so quick and easy. You just throw them on a plate, whack them in a pan, just heat it up in the oven and it's done. There's no thought process to it. It doesn't have to be complicated. So I always recommend when people first get started working with me is they stock up on all these really, really easy food, so they make it easy as possible, and they've always got something healthy to hand. And if later on down the line they fancy like getting a bit creative, maybe it's a weekend, they want to start making some fancy recipes, great if you enjoy it and you've got the time, but you don't have to do that. Just keep it really, really simple so that you just can't fail. You've always got something there. 
That's really helpful. I'm going to actually use some of that myself because one of my biggest um, flaws has been, uh, I'm hungry, I haven't got time, and if I can't find something healthy quickly, I'll go, well, I won't have anything then. So I'm resisting the bad stuff, but then I'll have nothing until I get ridiculously hungry, and then I'll grab something that I shouldn't anyway. So it's, it's a really bad cycle to be in. People, people try and not necessarily skipping meals, but they'll just eat a really, really small meal, yeah. and then they're starving, hungry. And oh, I was so hungry, I ended up eating X, Y, Z. Well, why don't we try and prevent that happening in the first place? And let's not get hungry. Let's fill up on I've never understood this um this guideline of, of vegetable portions because I think why people say oh you know try and stick to this amount of vegetables why not just eat all the vegetables <laughs> fill up it's very hard to overeat vegetables they're very low calorie they're very filling they're very nutritious you know and if and if doing that and eating whole, um, wholesome foods and filling protein foods and healthy foods stops you from eating junk food later on or sugary treats then just fill up on them you know let's try let's try not to get to that point in the first place and having it around in the day i think is good because otherwise like myself, I'm sure many other mums will then almost delay, delay, and then come the evening, maybe even after you've got children in bed, you're then so ravenous, you eat too big, too late, and then you you don't feel great for it, and that's not the best time to be stucking up, is it, either? Later no, on. again, that can, it depends on the person, it's totally individual, but sometimes eating a big meal late in the evening, just before you go to bed, can affect your sleep, and you're, you're the expert here when it comes to the babies, but if the baby's asleep, we don't want us to be lying awake because we've got indigestion, or we've got a really heavy meal in our stomach right before we've gone to bed, so yeah, if that sort of if eating heavy meals late at night is going to stop you sleeping that's another reason to try and get your food in order throughout the day to mm. keep that happening mm. that's really helpful definitely i'll be i'll be um stocking up on some of those ingredients definitely definitely so for a working mum, as you and I well know, um, time can be even more scarce. Um, not to mention, you know, even when you're a stay-at-home mum, you're still juggling a lot and, you know, you don't have much time. But when you've got to add work into the mix as well, um, you just feel like you're going kids, work, kids, sleep, and not much else um, fits in. So how can a busy mum structure her time to allow for self-care? Well, this is again something that people believe is they need to do lots of exercise. They need to leave the house and go for an hour long run. They need to go out to a local class. They need to spend hours and hours every week working out. And that's just not the case. And that's really good news for us mums is that actually you can achieve an incredible amount of progress and fat burning, calorie burning and muscle turning um, in only a very short space of time in as little as as five to ten minutes a day if that's all you've got. The caveat is the results come from the intensity of the exercise, not the duration. So if you're short on time, and I think that probably is every single mum working or otherwise, the best thing you can do is do short bursts of intense exercise rather than trying to commit to much longer um, maybe less strenuous exercise like going for a jog. So, you know, 
going out to a you know a quite a gentle by my standards anyway zumba class or a jog might seem like good fun or relaxing actually in terms of getting results you're better off doing some high intensity interval training some body weight um moves some press ups sit ups uh, squat jumps that kind of thing um to the point where it's really really tough for you but only doing it for five to ten minutes and believe it or not that can get as good as if not better results in terms of your fitness health and body composition the studies are out there and studies that are been uh, done on people who are literally put through four minutes a day on a stationary bike but they had to go really really hard for those four minutes they got better results in terms of their heart health and their body composition and their lung capacity than people who were running for um, much longer duration so it's amazing but it's true and it's good news for us it's great news it's great news people think well I haven't got an hour plus a shower plus you know and so to know that you can actually achieve massive massive results in short bursts is is definitely great news and you can fit that in then which leads quite nicely I think onto my next question which is about what exercise regimes do you recommend for somebody with restricted time Um, and I think that sort of ties in nicely to what we were just saying yeah when it comes to um, when it comes to doing workouts that are in a short space of time you're looking for intensity not duration now um, the, the thing about interval training traditionally done is you do it's, it's set workout intervals. So you might, if you're following along, say to a DVD, or if you can get to a class, it'll be um, say a minute or 30 seconds of a certain exercise followed by maybe 30 seconds rest. And the problem with that traditional format is for somebody who's quite fit, maybe been working out for a while, that's going to be too easy for them. On the other hand, somebody who's very new to exercise, perhaps they've got a lot to, a lot of weight to lose, they can hardly do anything to start with. That's going to be incredibly difficult. They're not going to be able to keep up and they're going to be inclined to give up. So I do a quite a unique take on interval training in that you create your own rest periods. So you rest when it is you need to rest and then you carry on as soon as you feel ready to. Now that takes a little bit of tuning in at first to think, right, can I keep going? No, I absolutely can't keep going. Yes, I can carry on now. But once you get in tune with that and you can figure out how you're feeling and it happens very, very quickly, you can then tailor the workouts so that um, you can get this intense workout in regardless of your fitness levels. So somebody who's not very fit at all is going to be resting quite a lot during the workouts, but somebody who's a lot fitter can do the harder variations and not rest so much so yeah but intense exercise definitely when your time's short go for intensity over time and it wins every time i also really like the idea that you can you can do short bursts so if you're at home if you can get together a bit of a program whether that's on a dvd or you just get the information and you know what you're doing you can then go right i've i've got 10 minutes throw out a workout then it's done and then you could always do another one later if you yeah. feel the need or you can you can um accumulate how much you're doing as you feel fitter and more able and that's that really brings in the flexibility that we mums need 
Definitely. I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect every time. We're not looking for perfect, remember. We're looking for good. I've got one of my latest members. She wants to ease herself in gently. Now, my online workouts for my paid membership program are including the, the warm-up and cool-down. They're about 30 minutes long. Mm -hmm. But she's just doing 15 minutes of them. But she's, the thing is, she's doing it consistently. She's doing it almost every day or every other day. And 15 minutes is just enough for her to be able to do something yeah. without the kids going completely crazy because hers are still quite young and everything going to chaos but it works for her and yeah. 15 minutes every other day of these intense workouts is giving some brilliant results already and, that's and also, it doesn't even have to be a formal workout I remember there's um if I love to walk to school I do it every day I'm lucky enough to live within walking distance of school it's fresh air it gives us some time to chat along the way as well the kids um, but if it's been a few days of rain, I'm not a rain person, and I won't um, and I won't walk if it's really tipping down the rain. Um, but what, sorry, I've been going past there. Um, so, so what I've done is it's been a few days of rain and I haven't managed to get out. Every 15 minutes, I've, I've been working at home on the laptop, I check the time. Every 15 minutes, I'll step away from the computer and do literally 10 jump squats. That's it. And then I'll get back on. 15 minutes later, I'll do another 10. And honestly, by about three, four hours later, I've done a lot and I'm really starting to feel it. And I haven't even noticed it because it's not been an official workout. I've just, every so often I've gone and done something yeah. that's quick burst yeah. and it really, really does add up throughout the day. You don't even have to get changed to do that as long no. as you're not wearing high heel shoes. That's it. You haven't got the whole rigmarole, the setup process, no, the cool down. No, you can down. do it at home, anywhere, just... every time the kettle boils. That's what yeah. I'm house I like tea <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea and I bet that actually I bet that improves your focus at work as a slightly separate subject but I bet that keeps you much more focused and oh um, definitely and productive yeah anyone who um who works at a computer will know too much screen time you end up completely frazzled I know I know I do mm. and it's that's partly why I keep up like the walks to school and to nursery mm. and I keep up with physical activity because it does give me that sort of mental re refreshment as well. Mm, definitely. Like energized. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's really, really useful advice. I should uh, definitely do that myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of these who can be hours behind a computer and suddenly go oh my gosh and I think when you do just step away like that get some adrenaline and get some blood flowing and um, it does just help you come back with clear head and um, stop sort of distractions and all those things I think it just keep, keeps you on the yeah, I'm going to be doing. You know, that. it's a great stress reliever for kids as well. I, but you know, when they're really winding up, they're great. They're adorable, our kids. But my gosh, do they know how to push your buttons? And that moment, you just go. And I'm being dead honest here. You, you just want to throw them out the window. You step <laughs> away, and you go right. That's it. And you do some squats. You do some jump squats. You do some burpees, and you keep going and pushing all that aggression <laughs> out there. And you go, ah, yeah. That's it done and all that frustration is gone and you can go back in the room and deal with the children in a calm way because you're no longer in this wound up state and it's great that's great actually yeah because I mean I'm a big fan of the whole take a moment count to ten allow your prefrontal cortex to kick in and, and you know not act on impulse and that's all great but actually to do something physical like that yeah what a, what a good advice do it in front of the kids they'll be like what what's going on <laughs> instead oh, of Shouting yeah. at them, just go right, <laughs> burpees. <laughs>
it's good for them as well. I mean, they they can be sat on the sofa going, I want to play iPad, I want to play iPad, and they're sitting there going, no, we are turning them off. I'll do a workout. Suddenly they'll go, oh, this looks fun, and they'll start jumping start around joining me too. We all feel good, and we're all less stressed, and it's great. It is good fun. I have to say, when my kids join in and start doing bits of my workouts, I, you do. it is lovely, and it just makes you think yeah see you can do this and be a mum <laughs> and yeah um and it's, it must be really good for them to as you know you're their role model and they're they're seeing that well why does mummy exercise well to stay fit and healthy why well to look after you and, and you know it's sort of setting them up for a good healthy physical attitude it is and I'm I'm very aware that I don't want them to get this dogmatic attitude about losing weight I mean the whole world is completely obsessed with losing weight you know it's in every magazine and everyone is is, you know poking at people who are too big or too small or too curvy or gained weight or lost weight and I really hate that and I want to try and shield my kids away from that and give Mm. them a healthy attitude when we when we say we walk to school we don't do it because it's exercise we do it because it makes us feel good and it gives us energy and we get to chat along the way Mm -hmm. and we love it and it gives us some fresh air and some sun and when we do a workout it because it makes us feel really strong and energetic and it helps us to grow big and strong you know it's not not about burning calories for them I don't want them to have that attitude Mm, and so far so good they love it and they and they're both pretty active kids Mm. and they really embrace it and I'm hoping that's hopefully because I'm um, being a role model in that respect for them definitely I think um yeah it's about being healthy strong um yeah I I think slowly well I don't know maybe it's just the circles we move in I don't know but slowly people are getting more of an attitude to strength and health rather than and you know well-being rather than um shape and size I, I like to think there's definitely a bit of a backlash but it is still going on and um, we do want to try and you know shield our kids from that as much as possible and it with the sweets and things like that as well you know I would never be one of those mums that say you could never have sweets you could never have biscuits because that's not fair on them mm. it's not realistic for real life and it doesn't give them this healthy attitude that actually these things are not poison you know they're 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 okay to have at the appropriate time and in the right amount you know if you're at a party of course go and eat the go and eat the sausage rolls and the and the sweets and you know they're at a party but on the other hand if it's a week night and it's just before bed and they're saying um i want some sweets i say well i'm sorry it's bedtime you know we don't have sweets at bedtime because then you it stops you sleeping yeah definitely. so it's getting that healthy attitude and, and there's no right or wrong there's no good or bad it's about is it appropriate and that applies to mums too you know there's nobody saying you can't eat cake but maybe you shouldn't eat half a cake every other day you know so it's just about getting things in the right balance in our lives that makes us feel really good without us missing out Definitely, and that's exactly actually um, my last question um, about any words of wisdom and how we can stay in shape, feel super healthy and not feel like we're depriving ourselves. And I think that's really key because as soon as you... um, start restricting things and going that's banned not allowed that it's just impossible and I think you know balance yeah everyone says everything in good proportions but that can be really hard to actually adapt and I think knowing that you no, know, nothing is forbidden but 
it's almost getting to a place where you don't necessarily want too much of it so you don't feel like you're depriving yourself you just go don't really want that I'm feeling really good and that's just going to make me feel sluggish so I actually don't want it but you could yeah. have it <laughs> sugar is the most difficult one to get into moderation because the the nature of sugar especially in the types and amounts that we tend to eat and that are in snack bars even small ones um, they do send your blood sugar soaring which does make it crash which does make you crave more of it so sugar is a really hard one to beat and so if there's anything that we should really be cutting back on it is sugar but at the end of the day if you are able to have a small sugary snack every now and then and that's fine for you, great. If it's working for you, you're still feeling good, you're healthy, if you need to lose weight, if you're losing weight, that's fine. But for some people, their sugar cravings are so out of control that if they have one bite or even have things in the house, that just spirals and they can't stop. And that's where the sugar levels are really, really out of control. And that's where we have to step in and go, right, we need to get this under control. Once you've got your body in a lot more balanced state, then we can start looking at a more of a maintenance situation. But sometimes at first, that's the number one thing people really struggle with is sugar cravings. And they just, there is no middle ground. It's all or nothing. They're either cutting everything out or it's all of it. And, and that's a definite sign of blood sugar problems there. We need to get balanced out. Once we've done that, it's a lot, lot easier. And, it, and it's quite a quick process, actually, once we get started. I do find lots of mums actually um, that I work with um, report that their eating habits can be quite sugary um, and they'll talk about things that they have to keep them going. They feel like they need it for energy and I'm, when I look at that I think mm, yeah but surely that's just giving you short term energy. It's picking you up but it's not going to sustain you. Um, and I think they know this, but they don't really know what to do otherwise. So they're just doing that whole, oh, I, you know, I'm flagging, I need this. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, most of the moms who come to me, they know 80% of what they've got to do. There's a few little myths and things that I need to sort out, which is the last 20, 30%. But 70-80% of the way, mums know what they've got to do. The hard bit is knowing how to implement that into their life and getting themselves to do it. So that's where I come in and go, right, you know what you've got to be eating. You know what you've got to be doing. How can we get this to actually fit into your life so that it's actually doable and achievable and you do it? Because that's the difficult part, is taking all these great ideas and actually turning them into action. That's the really hard part. And that's where a coach comes in that's where I come in and turn these ideas into actions and those actions turn into results that's exactly yeah I was going to ask you about that because I agree having somebody there coaches obviously that's what I do from the sleep perspective and um sometimes people know what to do there too but they need somebody to fill in the blanks um, and guide them along and to also hold them accountable and and you know when when things do get a bit confusing they need that it's okay this is okay this we just need to make this shift um, so tell us a bit about um, how you can help so anyone who's watching thinking right this is I need some help with this um, and it's like what you're saying how can they contact you and what kind of help can they get from you? 
Well, anyone who visits my website, thefitmumformula.com, they'll see on, I think it's on the right-hand side, they can get a free quick start fat loss book. And that is a great place to start. It's only a short ebook; It won't take more than 10 minutes to look through. And that'll give you a great place to start on starting your journey with um, with eating better, adjusting your meal portions, and the type looking at the types of exercise that will really, really get you started. From there, I've got um, a new book coming out. It will be on Amazon, possibly by the time this is live on the internet, this um, podcast, if, if, and we can put the links up. Otherwise, it will be in the next week or so, um, The Complete Diet and Lifestyle Guide for Mums. Um, and I've got a seven-day program as well that that's a great it's a kickstarter program so of course not a lot's going to happen in seven days other than you're going to feel a bit better and you're going to address some of these bad habits and really get you kickstarted that's the idea of it long term i um have an online coaching program where i bring mums come in and work with me um online all online it can be done in your own time there's no face-to-face stuff there's no strict times there's no strict meals it's all done on your own agenda in your own time um but it's fully supported by me and that's where most people um choose to come into because that's over a lot more i recommend at least three months doing it because then you can really get those habits ingrained before you're confident enough to go along alone and I've also got um I do work with people one-to-one again online so it works around mum life for both me and the mums as well um so yeah on a one-to-one basis for people who need that extra support um and really need somebody working through their personal issues so there's there's levels for everybody but i would recommend first of all just checking out my website there's loads of videos and articles on there and of course grab the copy of the ebook while you're there as well definitely so that's the fitmumformula.com was it brilliant okay Excellent. Well, we'll put the links up. We'll share that as well um, with this episode. So that's all really, really useful advice. Thank you so much, Polly, for for joining us today. There's certainly some things there that I'm going to start doing this week. And you can hold me to that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to be a part. And of course, if anyone has got any more questions, they're welcome to email me, polly at thefitmumformula.com as well. Anything else they've thought of um, that I didn't cover today, just, you know, I get back to every email person brilliant so yeah anything anyone wants to ask just shoot me an email that's excellent thank you thank you so much and um, I'm sure everybody watching as well will be uh, really really grateful for all your help so um, let's keep in touch and hopefully we'll have you back um, on the show real soon Um, but for now this concludes this episode and we will catch you all very soon